Welcome to this season two episode of the Me Sweet Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Peters. You may recall we closed out season one with a montage of our guests' core values. Core values, greatest hits, we called it, and it was a fun one to listen to. So as we close out season two, welcome to season two greatest hits. This will be a montage of Monday tips. The Monday question has been a listener favorite in both seasons, and it's what advice do you have for listeners on what we could start doing differently on Monday to lead our lives with a me sweet mindset? Block time in your calendar that is specifically for being strategic, for thinking about your long-term vision, for Mm -hmm. thinking about things that are about people and not getting the job done. Mm -hmm. If you don't set that boundary and really protect your calendar in that Mm -hmm. way and protect that time, it won't get done. It's mm-hmm. not going to get done in the 15 minutes or the five minutes between Zoom calls. Yeah. Got to be intentional about setting that time. And I think the second thing to start doing, maybe you start doing this on Tuesday. Okay. Is uh, in your one-on-ones mm-hmm. to solicit feedback and okay. to really be grateful for people when they give you feedback. I would have you write a vivid vision. Okay. There's a great book by Cameron Harrell called Vivid Vision. Okay. It should be written as if it already happened. Yes. Okay, do that. The second thing is, remember, whenever you can, is stop trying to solve the problem that's right in front of you. Mm. You want to focus on solving the problem that's creating the problem. I would say definitely consider your purpose or your life goals. For some people, this comes very easy. Yeah. And for some, don't. Uh, but if you're one of the people that doesn't come easy, mm-hmm. I would say think of what do you enjoy doing? Okay. What gives you energy? What work have you done in the past that inspires or motivates you? Mm-hmm. Or just conversely, conversely, you know, just think of what activities drain you. Mm. So if you kind of look from that angle, then it's easier to come closer to your purpose or your life goals. I would advise people two things. It, it's because I've always had a very bold vision and I think mm. people should. So take whatever you're thinking about doing and go 10 times more mm-hmm. is what my advice is. People respect that. People write checks if you, you know, bigger checks if they think they're gonna, you're going to do a big impactful thing. So go big, go bold. We're all home, so you can't go home. Just just go bold. <laughs> and the, the, the second part is acknowledge your weaknesses. I have many. It's about figuring out what systems and what helps and what complementary people or services or actions do you need to help you then still achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. So don't put them on the shelf or think, oh, I can't do that. You can do that no matter what that is Mm -hmm. um, or even bigger version of that. You just need to figure out the right strategies or complementary infrastructure around yourself to be able to accomplish it. What do you love to do? Mm -hmm. And are you finding ways to express it? Not fully all the time, but 
is there a small ingredient of that what I love to mm. do that I can put into this conversation, this meeting, this analysis, this whatever? When I interact with people, am I expressing some of my core values or my purpose? And if you don't know exactly mm-hmm. what yours is, you know, think about what do your friends and family rely on you for? And what attributes do they value most in you? Mm-hmm. Those are your gifts. If you kept on this path that you're on right now, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you are now, fast forward to when you're 90 years old mm-hmm. and looking back in your life, are you happy with that? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you got to make a change. Like no matter what, like you, however, maybe you're not totally upset with where you are now. Things are going well, you're making good money or you like the team you're with or whatever. I think you got to, you got to change course. But yeah, I think it's just that looking back on your life, if you just kind of project forward where, where you are now and having the, the courage to say like, yeah, I'm not going to be cool with that and make a change. I think for this coming Monday to just pay attention to how you feel Mm. and start to gain some awareness on when you feel like things are aligned and it feels good and when it feels clunky. And if you write down, if you have a day planner, Mm -hmm. if you can modify in your Outlook calendar, like if you were to rate this meeting, how you felt in this meeting between Mm. a scale of negative three and three, where would you put yourself? And at the end of the week, how many things did you have that were negative and how many things did you have that were positive? Yeah. And as you're looking to plan the next week and the week after that, make sure that you've got enough space for the good stuff. So without question, be a mentor and, and have a mentor if you don't. And you should have both. And if you don't, then on Monday, reach out and try to find a mentor and open up and offer yourself to be a mentor to others. All humans are fundamentally creative and innovative beings. We're born this way, Mm. but our institutions are set up to manage risk and to generate predictable results. And that sometimes pushes against these behaviors. Um, And I think it's important that a culture of innovation is not the words we use to describe ourselves or our department or our institution, but It's more fundamentally the way that we get things done every day and why we choose to do them that way. And and so for me, creating a culture of innovation in your team, in your listeners' team or their organization, it doesn't have to be this aspirational or esoteric thing. It's actually eminently practical and anyone can do it. And so what I would say is if your listeners are passionate about their institutions becoming more creative or innovative, then they can take this practical approach by removing first culture blockers. You know, mm-hmm. what is it that stops us being creative? Uh, what are we doing instead? And and the reason I start with blockers is I think that people around you will more, more readily agree they exist. Mm-hmm. More than that, they'll thank you for removing them. I read lots of personal development books okay. and get a coach, of yes. course. But also think that everything is possible. In the physical health realm, you can just even say, how am I doing on sleep? I mean, Mm. there's so many studies out there that are saying like six and a half hours should be our minimum. Okay. And we all have a different requirement of how much we need and just sort of checking in on that. Mm. Um, You know, how am I doing with nutrition? Um, Am I paying attention to the way that I'm fueling my body and what signals is my body giving me 
either in terms of energy levels, in terms of my weight, in terms of my lab results, as to whether this is the right strategy. And how about movement? We know Mm. that muscle health is so important, especially with the pandemic. So many of us are now working from home, working from our computers. Even if we used to be in an office at a desk, Mm -hmm. We still might have gotten up to walk to the bathroom or to another person's cubicle or to a conference room. And now here we are at our desks. Yeah. Iteration, you know, just Mm -hmm. think of everything as an iteration. And this helps in my marriage. It helps in my team. It Mm. helps in every aspect of my life that if I see myself doing something subpar or disappointing or embarrassing or uh, out of fear, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I just say, you know what? Kyra, you got to just, what's your next iteration? How can you iterate on this? How can you just do the slightest, tiniest change there and see what happens, you know, and have that attitude of curiosity and sort of, you know, uh, experimentation that this is just an experiment, have fun with it and, and play with it a little bit and not take it too seriously. So I think that just shift in the way that, Everyone's seeing the projects that are before them, the career changes, whatever you're facing is going to help loosen that grip hold, that tightness that you've got that locks you down, that, that drives procrastination, you know, and, and gets you moving again. realizing that, and I'm going to quote a wonderful woman, Shirley Turkle, mm-hmm. that she says, human relationships are rich and they're messy and they're demanding. And we try to clean them up with technology. And when Mm. we do, one of the things that can happen is we sacrifice conversation for mere connection. Mm -hmm. We shortchange ourselves and over time, we seem to forget this or we seem to stop caring. Mm. So my practical advice is reach out to someone. When you're face-to-face with somebody, I mean, it's all the things that we've read. Don't be looking at your cell phone. Don't answer your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, try to restrict others coming into your office. Similarly, if you're, you know, on the phone on a Zoom meeting, don't multitask. You know, yeah. be present, be there. Uh, otherwise, it's impossible to focus on that engagement dynamic and, um, you know, get that spark thing going. Being confident in your voice. Mm. And I, I'm saying this for your listeners to recognize. We are in a time where well, we're also on a lot of calls more than ever. So it's important for your voice to be heard. But mm-hmm. to speak up mm. um, and not to hold back. One of the most practical things, easiest things to do that people stopped doing years ago mm was just sending a thank you note. This is going to sound trite or whatever, and it's not so much a business thing. It's a being a person thing. Okay. So I want to challenge everyone to start doing definitely. I want them to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. On Monday, is that the day they have to do it or could they do it Tuesday? We prefer Monday, but I'll I'll give them to Tuesday (laughs) if you insist. (laughs) But they need to start a conversation that can be with somebody that they work with Mm -hmm. or just somebody they love in their life, but Mm -hmm. start a conversation Mm -hmm. on these big picture questions. Okay. And when I say big picture questions, what's your legacy? Yeah. What does you want your, I mean, all these questions come or go to point to that thing, but sort of what do you want Mm -hmm. to leave behind? One little 
thing that I've done recently that I kind of want to start doing for everything is when I go out now, which is very rare, but when I'm with a group of people, and generally this is family, mm-hmm. sometimes small friends because we don't, we have these very small gatherings now and we're generally outside, but I like to pick one person in the group mm. and all toast that person. Okay. And I would love if people did that because it, it, and, and rotate the person, don't do the same, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, all the thing. But so I really gave you two things. So one of the things that I try to keep with me uh, as a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race is the concept that life is drag. Um, and so what that means is there are some times where you find yourself trying to fill these roles and it's helpful to recognize them as a performance. And so sometimes I have these talismans that I take with me mm-hmm. to, if I have important meetings. So, you know, you know, uh, outrageous socks or maybe some cufflinks or maybe a watch or maybe something that I can have on my person that's a physical thing that reminds me that this is all sort of a, a drag performance in yeah. a way. And so I think I'd encourage the listeners to think about what those things could be in their mm-hmm. lives and how would you take that with you to help you uh, in those situations. I think the most important thing we can do is to recognize those, what you call called self-limiting beliefs. So I, I call mm-hmm. it the narratives of the software running in your head. Yeah. So we are hardware and we have software programs. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that it's mm. actually software, which by definition means you can change it. And mm. we don't know where they come from. We don't realize they're actually put there by society, our parents, our friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think on Monday or even before Monday, mm-hmm as soon as possible, I mean, just writing down the things that, like, what holds you back from taking action on things? And usually when you start pulling on that thread, it's some sort of fear that you haven't identified as a fear. Mm -hmm. And then you ask why, and you realize, oh, I have this belief about the world that I didn't even really recognize. And I think the faster that you can really understand those and just acknowledge their existence the faster you can then do work on changing those and and updating them to fulfill whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Everybody close your eyes, Mm -hmm. take a few deep breaths, empty your mind and think about, think like a positive thought about you and who you are. Mm. So drain the negativity out of your mind. All of the voices that are telling you that you're not good enough, um, that you did something terrible, that you mm-hmm. should have done something different in, you know, in, in your personal life, in your work life, mm-hmm. and tell yourself what a great person you are. Mm-hmm. And and I I did this and I have to say, I it was almost like an antidote for all of the negative thoughts that were going through my mind. Wow. And um and I I've I've taken that little exercise. It takes one minute. Yeah. And I, I do it every morning. I, I used to do it, you know, pre-COVID, I would drive the hour to work, mm-hmm. I would park in the parking lot, turn my car off after listening to the news or whatever, being on conference yeah. calls for an hour. And I would sit there, I would close my eyes for one minute, empty my mind, and I would say to myself, you know, sort of my, my positive affirmation, which is, I'm a wonderful father, I'm a great yeah. husband, I'm a good leader to my team, mm-hmm. and I'm a good advisor to my client. Yeah. And I would literally just say that to myself. And I can't tell you 
what a great antidote to all of the negativity that you get in a, in the day that that is. So if there's one thing that mm. I would suggest people give a shot to, and there's probably some people out there rolling their eyes at this right now, <laughs> give, give it a shot. It takes one minute yeah. of just affirming what a, what a wonderful person you are and everything that you have to give. Mm-hmm. And it only takes one minute, so you absolutely have time to do it, and it costs no money. Exactly. Wasn't that fun? I have personally started acting on the visioning and saying thank you advice as I steer into 2021. And the advice on positive thoughts should be a daily practice. Let me know which of these you're picking up next week or have already given a try. This is Donna Peters, and I thank you for having me in your ear this year. This wraps up season two of the Me Sweet podcast, where we find the amazing in everyone. I hope 2021 finds you leading with a Me Sweet mindset, letting your core values drive your decisions, running your day to day smoothly, staying fresh and relevant for the future that you want to have. Check out the full season one and two of the Me Sweet podcast and join me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and themesuite.com. You'll find information on coaching and leadership development services and a world of resources available to you. It's themesuite.com, the-me-suite.com. Suite spelled like executive suite. The Me Suite, a source of power for the life-minded. 